Welcome to Driving While Awesome. My name is Warren. I'm Brian. I'm Lane. Cheyenne from Petrolicious.com. And Art from DragonWallAwesome.com. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, Art. Uh, you guys that's an old joke. Yeah, we yeah. do. Yeah. Yeah, we're there's nothing yeah, on there. We're with it. Nice. We like to boogie. There actually is some stuff on it. You can't say there's nothing on there. <laughs> Dickhead, just because you've never done a single fucking thing on the website. Oh, single I didn't say thing. anything. I know. No, I know. Yeah. <laughs> You're looking yeah. at me. I, I, I contributed once. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you for I wrote a little article today, by the way. You did? Yeah. Today? Oh. Today. You should announce that. Yeah. Were you embarrassed? No. Oh. It's about hey. design. Okay. It's really short. I like design. It's me basically ranting. <laughs> we have a podcast for that. Yeah. yeah. Lane ranting that no do one else contributes to the site. podcast sometimes? No. No? We I can, can tell, tell you like what it's about. Spoken word poetry with Lane? I can tell you what it's about. There are no good designs. <laughs> it's about me following a Camry. About a 2010 model. And notice just being frustrated that the taillights, the bottom line, doesn't match up from trunk to Dude, fender. you could write that about every fucking Japanese car. Not only they don't match up, they change angles. I met, I did the degree. I put it in an illustrator. Oh. It, and it's by about four degrees. It's like four degrees off. And my whole like little article is about... The fact that in design, the worst thing you can do is look like a mistake, which that looks like a mistake. Yeah. You need to be like 20 degrees off or spot on, right? Yeah. You can't, it's like when you take a picture, you don't want your, you don't want the side of your subject to be like touching the edge, you know? Yeah, and sure. you don't want it to be kind of over the edge. You want it to be, you want to like focus in on a wheel if, if you're going to do that, you know, or focus in on a fender or something like that. So, so this is all about a Camry? <laughs> it's all about, it's kind of, it was it was very short, but the it's about four it's about like Kevin design Bacon? stuff like that. Okay. And then I also did the uh, Toyota FJ Cruiser, the logo. You do not like it. Well, no, it's the fact that it's the logo on the, the car is, is totally different than the logo on the wheel cover on the back, and they're within two feet of one another. Right, they're like totally off. Check your degrees before you come around lane. So I did a I did a diagram and showed everyone. Uh, I gotta I gotta how, look at this. How many degrees off is the twenty uh... one? <laughs> Well, that almost no, seems like it's on purpose. From one to the other. Like yeah. the same line on one, yeah. the same exact line. That is weird. Is 21 degrees off from the line on the other logo of the same, like on the F, say. So like the the line on the F is 22 degrees off from the line on the F on the on the car. You're not fucking around, are you? No. <laughs> Dude, Eric Horton is like, yes! Yes! He's listening right now. Dude, I, I noticed this stuff. I'm like, uh, so visit, well, uh, if you want to uh, read the hate instead of just hearing the hate on our podcast, go to our website. It's it's just, you know, I think I call it. No, it's it, good. Yeah, it's design know, critiques. I call it like I, I, I'm easily annoyed or something yeah. is the name of the article. It should be called it Four Degrees of uh, It just Kevin so Bacon. happens to be that they're both Toyota. So I, I, now that we're talking lines and design, I noticed one thing on the picture that you sent of this new of car what? that you just acquired that we'll get into very shortly. Oh. Um, the, they did a really awesome job, like not being sarcastic, with the way that the bumper the bumper line meets the rear quarter and then the gas cap and also the door line, mm. they all match up. It's mm -hmm. really cool. They actually yeah. like they made, it, they made it a point. Like normally they just tack on a fucking like gas cap or a gas door yeah, rather. VW door. does a really good job in yeah, general like the, with this yeah, stuff. The fuel yeah, they just throw the fuel door on there, but they're they all actually, the same angle. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. kept the same angle. It looks really nice. If um, I can nitpick art, it's an electric door. An electricity electric door. door. Wait, what? You're there's no oh there's fuel no door. It's not a gas cap. Yeah. It's not a gas cap. So yeah. Brian, without further ado, project updates, project car updates. 
You want to hear about my Jetta? <laughs> Look at this guy. No, okay. I've got three. I'll start with the big one. I bought an e-golf. Up and bought an electronic an e-golf. Volkswagen. Yep, with an electronic fuel door. Yeah, like a plastic steering wheel. And you say you bought it? I leased it. So uh, we were talking about this on the podcast, right? Like, what am I going to buy? Like, I'm thinking about nine nine six. All this BS. Uh, e-golf's the same thing. Well, I was thinking about the e-golf too. It's similar, you know. It's it's all answering the same question. How do I get to work? Do you feel like you let yourself down a little bit? I'll tell you this. <laughs> <laughs> the first uh day commuting back to work i didn't actually happen to be able to drive my e-golf but uh, i was driving the grand cherokee behind a fucking silver 996 the entire way <laughs> and i definitely had some regrets yeah. i was like you know all in you know I, I, long story short on the cost it 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 adds up to 7700 bucks for 3 years so that's like 2500 bucks a year if i really do compare that to a 996 i haven't done like the hard math but uh you know if if a 996 isn't going to depreciate that much you know i can factor in how much i'm going to spend on gas and then see how much uh left over i would have for maintenance and it might be but i mean it might work out in my favor to buy a 996 you, how do you factor smiles per mile I don't know, but That's the never say that. The, the e golf is actually pretty good. Oh, God. I come to find out. Okay, okay. You know, so, Magnus just bought a nine nine six, right? So yeah, yeah. three. three. Yeah, so That's we're gonna start appreciating yeah. very rapidly. Is that what you're saying? Pretty much. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Alex PPI'd it, and then he picked it up right after uh, work. Nice. The GT three. That's a great buy. Yeah. Yeah. Good job, Magnus. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to say. There's a million things I could say about it. The, basically, the e-golf is like a golf cart. Um, I was showing you guys earlier. The So it's the base model that I got. Full plastic steering wheel, like the most basic steering wheel. Like literally the only difference between it and an easy go steering wheel is that there's no clip for the freaking scorecard. You <laughs> should add that. And the pencil. Yeah. Wait, are I, there like gnarly like like seams? Like where, yes. Yeah. yeah. And there's no steering wheel controls. But it is all contoured and it's a flat bottom wheel. Huh. But so they kept the same shape as like a GTI. Yeah, it just, yeah. just doesn't have leather on it. Yeah. It's not, it's not bad. It's not bad. I actually appreciate it. I don't you think know. it'll age really that well, but maybe it'll the plastic's get shiny. durable. Yeah. Crack and stuff. Yeah. I doubt it'll crack, but I don't know. Well, he's only going to have it three years, right? Yeah. Is that your plan? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I'm just, I feel lucky that my commute is short enough that it works. You feel blessed. I feel yeah, blessed. <laughs> yeah. Still I rise. Hashtag still I rise. No one. Lewis Hamilton? Sorry. No. Nope. Um, so, I don't know. Have you driven it to work? Yes, and I did how, it today. How did it do uh, range-wise? Uh, great. You have a 40-mile round trip, but it's also yep. over a pretty big elevation gain. Yeah. Like 3,000 feet. But you also have regen on the other side, right? Exactly. So, it, it like, scares me when I'm going to work. I'm climbing the hill, and it drops down to, like, you know, it drops from 95 to uh, 50 miles range, and I've only gone, like, 11 miles. Um, so, I get a little bit scared, and then on the downhill, it, like, pops back up. So, uh, I think I left my house this morning with, maybe it was, like, 97, and when I got to work, it said there was 80 miles left wow, of range. that's really good. It's really interesting, though, because that is an estimate based on your uh, previous driving. And so it learns, like, basically your route and uh, over time, and there's not a lot of history 
in in the car so far. You know, that was my first commute. So um, I don't know how it'll it'll change. But then on the way home, it was, uh, you know, I was like, uh, it it dropped down to... Oh shit! Now I'm mixing up the numbers, but it got it got to like 36 or something or 28 as I'm climbing the hill, and then uh, you know when I started going down, it jumped back up to like high 40s or something that I had left, um, which is about right. I mean, yeah. if you're going 40 miles, so and I didn't look at it when I got home. Like what I, I was hoping to compare, like early, you know, when I left this morning to what I was at at home. But yeah, do you have a charger at work? No. All right, well, I guess you're, I mean, I don't need it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I may be able to, the charging situation I'm going to figure out, like, I may get a 220. I, I just have a 110 yeah. charger or whatever, or 120. It takes like 12 hours or something. 20 hours to completely <laughs> charge. But if I'm using it just for one day of commuting and I plug it in, I only need to charge it halfway. That's right. 10 hours. If I plug it in by 7.30 and I leave at 7.30, then... You don't have 220 in your garage? I do, but the charger that comes with it is not 220 compatible. Uh, so I, I, I'm I probably going to buy one. It's like 500 bucks or something. Yeah. Um, and then I can keep the 110 in, in the car. Um, yeah, that cable, right? It's like an, and and then, you can plug it in. Yeah, then like if I can plug it in somewhere, you know, if I need to plug it in somewhere, I just hook it up. Hang out for a while hang out for 20 hours <laughs> yeah exactly but uh yeah i don't know so it was kind of a it was a deal through brendan basically or it you know it wasn't necessarily a deal but uh i think hushy pushy got one right yeah. and then uh, and like everyone else at mclaren and volvo yeah, yeah. That works. so yeah there's this picture of, of matt you know um he parked his, his e-golf like in the front of the lot and there's like two other ones right next to it charging and they're all McLaren employees. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Uh, and so I was enticed by the like $69 a month and then it's you so go crazy. in and it's, you know, effectively I'm paying more than that per month, but you know, that's 69 if you put like 5,600 down, mm-hmm. um, but, uh, yeah, all in all, it seems like a pretty good deal, and I'm excited to try the electric car thing. Like, it's yeah. kind of a cool thing, you know? Is it fun to drive? It is fun to drive. It's yeah. fast. You know, just, I noticed it mostly, like, the freeway, whatever, like, you're actually just kind of cruising, because all the gauges are indicating how efficient you're being, and uh, how much mileage you're wasting, you know? So you're kind of, like, drive slow. Uh, but then through town... It really scoots, like, coming here to Lane's house, uh, just going through traffic, like, you know, it's super quick to get into a spot. Um, you let off the brake, and if you have the regen on max, it'll, you know, totally slow you down when you lift off the gas. Yeah. Um, the low center of gravity with the, the batteries down low is super fun around corners. It's got 205 uh, width tires, which is all right, I guess, for that size car. It seems kind of skinny, but um, it sticks pretty good, and, yeah, I don't know. It's a brand new car too, and it's a golf. Like that's yeah. a good chassis. Like you put the wheels off your Jetta on it. Two twenty fives. I've heard that that uh, decreases the range like crazy. Yeah, I'm really curious what really the stock too. wheels weigh mm. on they the e-golf. They look light. They look no, I'm, heavy. I'm pretty though. sure they're they super heavy. light. Yeah, I bet they're light. They're probably super like hollowed out on the back, right? Or yeah. Yeah. And two hundred five wide. That's. I mean, they're probably like five inch wide wheels or something, or just, so, maybe six. So what does this mean for the uh, Mercedes 190E? Well, so the decision here was the reason why I kind of pulled this quickly is because I ordered uh, like twelve hundred or twelve hundred bucks worth of parts, Uh, and so basically I'd need to I'm going to return those parts um, and then sell the 190E for whatever. Yeah. Nice. 
So if you guys know anybody looking for one, it's kind of a weird one to sell, but... Well, anyone listening to the podcast, should sell it through uh, Driving Well Awesome Instagram. I should, yeah. Just put it on uh, Petrolicious's new, <laughs> yeah. you know, their oh, sale yeah. platform. Sure. They can, make a video, they can make a video on it and everything. Yeah. <laughs> With the e-golf in the back. Yeah. yeah. We want golden hour shots of his yeah. $500 car. Yeah, 190E with uh, 240,000 miles. It's perfect. It's got it's character. It's, yeah. Not, yeah. it's an automatic. Yeah. <laughs> Sun, automatic? Sunroof doesn't work. That's not a big deal. It's got an engine swap. <laughs> I like it. It does have an engine swap. It has yeah. got three it's got a three liter instead of a 2.6. So what are your other five updates? No, hurry. Uh, so I sold the bumpers, but... Uh, you, already, you already told us. I know, but <laughs> I pull them off, oh, yeah. and uh, there's, like, rust and stuff. Uh, I end up taking them to the guy, and he's like, the rust is too much, so he gave me 300 bucks for them. Okay. But they had, like, a hole through. Oh, it, sure. it was It was all rust, basically. Well, there was some rust on the backside, but then also where the rubber piece went over. Oh, like, yeah. as soon as I pulled that off to be able to get to the bolts, uh-huh. you know, the water had been trapped in there. Oh, um, wow. So they were in worse condition than i thought also when i'm pulling them off it's like super janky the way it was mounted like the brackets were fully like home-built brackets like it's just this heavy ass tubing with all these like uh you know rib nuts like welded on so to to bolt the bumper on totally non-factory um and that was part of the deal is he wanted that and he showed me like what a factory one looked like and it's all totally it's different. clearly like mercedes yeah totally different so you still got 300 bucks so that's good yeah and i got rid of them so nice. yeah. Uh, so this is the w116 yeah part car that, that, that he's pulling the, the dual overhead cam euro motor and yeah. five speed and swapping into the what's yeah the and i'm one? just trying to recoup money with 69. the 69 the 69 220 230 230 yeah um Baby and then I, I finally signed up for the jetta thing i don't know if you did lane i didn't it's a long questionnaire uh where did i go to that it's just some website i can give it to you oh what are you doing with your Volkswagen so says, cash Oh, I already spent that shit. What'd you? Oh, you bought tires. I bought tires, dude. I'm a genius. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, twelve seven fifty is what they're offering me, and I can return it on uh, November first. Apparently, Ooh. that's like when you go through the whole questionnaire, it'll spit that out at the okay. end. Like this is how much we're gonna Damn, give I gotta, you. I gotta do it tomorrow. And this though. is what your date. And so eleven one was, was like thirteen five or something. That's what I thought too. I was a little disappointed. Huh. And that was based on... I think I might have to sue them. Yeah, maybe. Maybe you should sue them and I'll do this and we'll see who it turns out better. Because I'm not going to mess with lawyers. Dude, can you imagine November 1st, like a fucking line around the corner, like around the block of all these like... TDIs. Well, well no, the I think people I think there's I think they're scheduling it. Yeah, they're like basically, it. the yeah. sooner you apply, the yeah. earlier date you can get. So, right, limiting it to like fifty cars a day or something ridiculous. Yeah. So we'll see how that yeah. works out. I'm I don't so know. curious to see where those cars end up. I know. You guys should do like a rally to the drop off day. <laughs> yeah, <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> dude, we were talking about doing like a track day, wheel to wheel racing with these things because they don't check the body damage. <laughs> them over, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's not, it does inside. ask though. Uh, it made me think of you, Lane. It says. Uh, can you drive this car to the dealership? Huh. <laughs> and I was like, you lane just says, so Lane's at the his, his turbo just blew for Mine's the fourth at time. the dealer already. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh, maybe that's a loophole. Yeah. Oh, I did. So my car is still at the shop and Volkswagen Santa Cruz is just living up to their reputation. Basically, I have to call them every week and be like, hey, where's my fucking car? What's going on? So did they confirm that it was a turbo? Yeah. But what I'm like, he's hell? like, I have to talk to my service manager. Then I'll get back. So to did you. you guys talk week about goes the- over? I'm like, so I just call him like, can I talk to the service manager? 
And uh, he's talking to him, and he's like, well, I don't have all the info, so I'm going to have to t- have uh, someone to call you back. I'm like, well, fucking, I just want to know if my fucking car is being paid for. If not, I'm going to fucking come down there and knock heads. I was like, so pissed. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to fucking. <laughs> I'm oh, like, fucking. I was, oh, fucking. I was, dude. I was so dude. fucking pissed, dude. I'm I like, so mad at stuff like that. I'm like, dude, just tell me what the fuck's happening. Yeah. Like, you, you better... It, it better be covered. You better. Well, dude, they can fucking, they can manipulate that stuff too, totally. and it needs to happen. Yeah. And they're all idiots. Like, they don't under-fucking-stand that it was 500 miles ago, <laughs> they replaced the turbo, and it's already bad again. And I'm like, dude, it was fucking replaced already. Like, it's like, they don't understand. And what if you didn't have the TSX? How screwed would fucked, you be? I'd be fucked, dude. Yeah. They're not giving me any info. They're not offering me a rental car. They're not doing shit. Fuck them. Dealer's service bays are the worst. The worst. So bad. That was a great project update. That was my project <laughs> update. They don't under-fucking-stand. Yeah. Oh, my second project update. I got my hood from Brad. Oh, yeah. yeah. Brad is the man. Yeah, he is. He delivered it on top of his Mazda 3 all the way from Lodi, wherever the hell that is. You always say that. It's in Central California. I have no idea where the fuck it is. Yeah. Yeah. South of Sacramento. <laughs> I've never been there. Okay. Yeah. As far as well, I know, it's fucking in maps. By the way, I, I got to say, I fucking love that he strapped uh, yeah. a 924 Turbo hood primered to the roof of his Mazda 3. Yeah. On an area rug. On an area rug. And then proceeded <laughs> to drive to the Concorde de la Gans or whatever yeah. to deliver, to, to present an award. Yes. <laughs> the Michelin Award <laughs> to present at works with a, with a hood, with a primered 924 turbo hood on his roof. That's so and awesome. And then we swapped it over and I put it in the hatch of the 944 and drove it home. And it fit. Yes. Um, it that's stuck amazing. Out, it's, it stuck out by like two inches in the corner. Oh. Was you like, bun- did you bungee cord it or something? So I just, I just roped the uh, hatch closed. <laughs> oh, man, you got a picture of that. Yeah. It wasn't that dramatic. It was like yeah. barely open, you know? Cool. Props to Brownell. Yeah. Good He's man. Around. Good man. Uh, How about you, Warren? Cheyenne? What about Cheyenne? Yeah. Yeah. Any Cheyenne. Project, project updates? Cheyenne. What's going on over there? The uh, stereo in the E46 M3 does not work. Is it a factory unit? I have no idea. Business. I just know that I've been sitting in silence for a long time. Business oh. CD player? Is that what it says on it? I think so. Oh, yes. Yeah. Business. <laughs> Why do they call it business? Not business, business time. It is definitely not the business. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm restoring a, a 69 spider with my dad, and um, that is... Alfa Romeo spider, Alfa perhaps? Romeo spider, yes. Yeah. Uh, duetto. Duetto. He got married in the car. Whoa. Oh, in the car. Yeah. In this exact car, yeah. <laughs> cool. And then uh, the going joke is the car has outlasted the marriage. Oh. oh. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. We made the same joke on cars, yeah. So, <laughs> it it should outlast all of us. Yeah. What color? Uh, red, like every other color. Okay. I, I really made a push to go for that pale white ivory color. Yeah, that's yeah. a nice one. We had a great uncle in Iran who actually owned one that color, so I was trying to do like a tribute thing, but he was pretty set on the red. So. Well, yeah, I mean, what's the factory color? The red? It's red. Okay. Well, actually, I'm not sure because... The previous owner, when we had it, it was like guards red. I don't know why the fuck Alpha guys like what? did that. Yeah, it was like uh, so. It was like an orangey color. red, yeah. It was orangey red, and it's so. supposed to be a dark, dark red, yeah. Yeah. So now we, I, it's not even an Alpha color. It's actually like the Ferrari Lusso darker red, which mm-hmm. looks really slick. And then uh, motor's been rebuilt, and then uh, it's going in hopefully in the next couple of weeks. So being that it's an Alpha, you can't just like find stuff like that out, right? You know, to be colors. Honest, oh, the colors are yeah, a little like but like they don't so have much... any real records. Yeah, Alpha. Dude. Everyone was drunk at the factory yeah. back then. Mercedes <laughs> is so good; you can yeah. get the detailed records yeah, like for Porsche everyone too. back you in can the get day. Everything, every little thing about it. Yeah. So yeah, the Alpha. I mean, the good news is like there's so many Alpha gurus where you can kind of figure out what, you, what early yeah you to figure out. But uh... so is that a Two, twin cam two liter 
four-cylinder? Yeah, it's a 1750. Uh, 1750. Yeah. Cool. And is it a four-speed? Uh, or five? Five. Mm-hmm. Really? Maybe it's a four-speed. I don't know. I don't even I know why I ask. I don't really care. But I haven't been in that car running since I was like five. Since your dad got married. <laughs> that's pretty <laughs> rad. <laughs> Shifter up on the dash. So cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool. That's rad. So, so it's all painted already it's and everything. Painted. It looks really slick. And, and the interior's in it, or the interior's it... not in there yet. Okay. That's kind of the last step. We're going to do that after this. Just put some wicker chairs in there or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much. Jolly style. What yeah. are your uh, yeah, plans John. for it once it's all finished? Like rally it around, take yeah. it to shows, or just enjoy it once or in a while. Just enjoy it, yeah. Yeah. What kind of wheels do you got on there? Uh, just the stock, stock ones. We had Chromadoras. Okay. Uh, my uncle bought them as a gift. Uh, for for my dad, and then he ended up buying a, a fully restored Alpha before this car was finished. <laughs> so I'll back. take those. Oh. What a dick! <laughs> took a gift back. Yeah. Well, if they weren't being used, I mean, I can imagine that that. What would be about tough those? To uh, see sitting. What is it? The Alpha uh, Alphaholics, like the you know the what is it? The, the GTA. Yeah, those are so rad. I don't know how those would look on a. Spider. I think they would look good. Yeah, yeah, the Spider to me is like such a soft look. Like you want to kind of almost make the car. Look I think slow. the key is the size. The ones you're talking about are the the multi the, all the little. Yeah, I think if you keep stuff, them small, I think it would look good. good yeah. But just don't go be like no nothing bigger than fifteen. Fifteen's maybe pushing it even. Yeah. Maybe, um, do the, do all the uh, boat tails have headlight covers? No, they don't. Do you, does are yours? You, we bought some. Yeah, they look yeah. so good. They look really good. Better with it. I think yeah. it makes the it's car. Like another car. The funny yeah. thing is, like, when you strip the paint on a 69 Spider, like, they came out of the factory with, like, fucking Bondo on them. So, like, when we stripped, they were like, it's Whoa. Like a zebra. Yeah. <laughs> no is it, uh, did it have black primer, too? Uh, I, I don't remember. Because I know, like, all Ferraris at one point had black primer, even if the car was red. It was super weird. Yeah, some guy what was the- like... I don't know. They were just all drunk, I think. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. yeah don't buy... What was it? If, if a car was built after lunch, yeah. you're probably getting a Friday. <laughs> yeah. Don't buy one built on a Friday. Yeah, they're yeah. all siesta, all wasted. Yeah. I, <laughs> so I can't picture what uh, wheels are stock on those. I can show you a picture. The, aren't uh, they little five spokes? Can you show pictures on podcasts? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. You just have to describe we, every single thing about the picture. Yeah. yeah. Material, color. Yeah, uh, duettos are beautiful. And they are faves. Really cool. What about the suspension and all that stuff? All are, that stuff. Or maybe we have conies, I think. Uh-huh. Uh, but you'll, like, drive it first and see how it feels and replace bushings as needed and yeah. stuff like that. Exactly. It's, it was sitting for how long? How many years? Uh, it was sitting for, like, 15 years, I think. Wow. Yeah, that's it was pretty good. Like, it was, like, in our garage, so nothing really happened to it. That's so cool. epic. Oh, okay, yep. so there's steel wheels with oh, cabs. Oh, okay. All right. Those yeah. actually look really good yeah, on Yeah, they look cool with the cabs, That's right? cool. It yeah. definitely yeah. goes with the car. That's classic. I love the little bumper on the front there, if that's the same year. It's the I don't same know. year, yeah. yeah. This is a 67, but they didn't yeah. change too much from that. No, that will be a super fun car. Very cool. How about you, Art? Any updates? Um, so what I don't fucking no what I under fucking stand is that um, I <laughs> uh, remember I had that little tick in my drivetrain. Yeah, and you had a clunk, and there was a little clunk. Uh, so that wait, tick which went drivetrain? Away. This is my E thirty five. Okay, thirty five. My it's my E thirty four M five. You know, I mentioned in the previous podcast that developed like I thought it was the Guibo. Turns out it wasn't the Guibo, which I had very recently replaced. Uh, there was a little tick, and uh, I went and I actually went and t- went to tighten those bolts, and it turns out that they weren't loose at all. Um, when I I thought that two of them were backed out a little bit, they looked yeah. like they were backed out because I had just kind of glanced at it before I drove down to Laguna, okay. and uh, when I went in there to actually fucking tighten them, they were all tight. So then, so what do you got? So um, I you got a 
mechanic sneaking into your garage, tightening them. Tightening them at night is a little gnome. I have a yeah, little gnome that was a tightening like a gnome. Uh, so basically, the, the, I, what I did is I put it in the air. Um, I did show this video to Lane, I believe, uh, and I put it on jack stands, and then I just put it in first gear, and then let it run and see if there was any sketchy. sketchy. I hate stuff like that. Uh, but it's yeah, I Ferris Bueller. I just kind of let it go. <laughs> I know I was like in it too. I'm thinking just. Um, and so, tick, no tick anywhere to be found. But I did notice that the rear, like the the CV joint that connects to the the, the diff to the drive shaft, um, something looks off there. Um, not only is it seeping like quite a bit of, of fluid now, the diff to uh, the drive shaft. So there's a just yeah, the, there's a the, flan, the input like flange, flange exactly. for the drive shaft. Okay. That one, yeah. And I did read because that's that, not a CV joint, right? That's just they like call a, it a CV joint. So I actually went and looked at it. It's not like flexing. No, it doesn't. Okay. It, it, it's like an output flange, exactly. Yeah. But I went um, and I did some reading, and um, a lot of people claim that this happens, especially after you replace both the uh, center support bearing and the guibo, which those are now tight. And then all of the, you know, it's, it's something, it basically accentuates it any kind of... It pushes the play down to the next weakest link. It pushes link. the play down to the next, exactly. So what is the weakest link? The, so the, the, the seal? The seal? Yeah, that's, the, there's something up there. So um, it's, the weird thing is that the ticking went away, but I can still hear the clunk, like, when I get, like, if I do, basically, if I, like... I'm in gear, let's say I'm in fourth gear, just kind of cruising, and then if I gun it, like there's like a little bit of a delay, and then it kind of engages. Um, some people claim that just pulling it off and repacking the bearing with grease will fix the issue. So I haven't fucked with it. And I'm, I mean, it's a, an ordeal, dude. Basically, I have to remove the entire drive shaft again, pull the fucking pull the whole flange out, and then. What's the clutch like on that car? Like in terms of what you mean, what's like, the it's, center? Is it spring? Uh, or is it rubber? I'm not sure. Yeah. Like, you think maybe, like, it's, like, that could be I know, like, on 944s, they originally came with a rubber center clutch, mm-hmm. and the rubber will, like, kind of like your guibo. Oh, it separates. It? Yeah. Yeah, it's a dampener instead of the springs. Yeah. And that'll separate, and it'll do that same kind oh, of thing. Oh, really? I'll look into or it. Or it could be the, uh, the mount for the diff. Could be oh, bad, and it actually oh, that's, moves. That's a good point. That is yeah. a good point. That is a good point. Or right. even a tranny mount Supreme or engine pushing. mount. Tranny mount came up, and I did look at the tranny mounts when I actually pulled because I pulled off the the, the support the yeah. for the tranny, and those looked like they were recently. I mean, replaced. sometimes it's hard to see by just looking. Right, yeah. they might be cracked internally yeah. or something. Yeah. The, the good news is that it's like it's it's okay. Like I mean, yeah. Even like, just wait till it gets I, real bad, then it'll be totally obvious. Then it'll be totally obvious. <laughs> um, but I mean, even like driving down to to uh, to Carmel the other day, like I was telling Lane, can you? feel that and like it's not very noticeable unless you know it's there and like i have to really accentuate it like this like on the drive down like shan was in the car i don't think you noticed anything was off but like there's definitely something like there's some weird slack in the drivetrain yeah. and i think it's i mean yeah it's either the diff mount or the that output flange something is off but yeah. uh i haven't fixed it but i determined that it wasn't the guibo which is what i thought it was last time yeah so um, it wasn't my whole nylock theory it wasn't your nylock theory uh That's just typical yeah. old car shit just right old here. car shit yeah so i'm just about to sell this thing and just get just get a, get into a modern just get an e-golf get man get an e-golf just get, <laughs> fuck this place or fuck this car uh outside of that no other updates. All right. Uh, last time I was talking about uh, the E30 had a whiny power steering uh, pump, and the fluid looked freaking horrible. So I flushed, uh, with the help of my friend Phil, the power steering and the brake fluid. And uh, Wow, nice. It, Put a good brake fluid That feels in. good. Yep. Like, new, new synthetic .34. I mean, 
it can take just dot three, but uh, it just has to do with temperature. So did that and then put in uh, Mercedes uh, power steering fluid, which is because that's what you had. <laughs> that's what I had. Yeah, <laughs> and it doesn't really matter. <laughs> is that is that uh, what you were doing when you sh- sent me a picture of a license plate and you were wearing gloves? No, I mean that was just my regular work day. <laughs> but, okay. Uh, um, yeah, so the fluid that came out of it looked like mud, and I'm, I basically think the pump is probably done for. But tried the fluid, and it totally cleared up. Oh, nice. Um, pedal feels good for the brakes, and clutch feels good for the, you know, all that stuff. So Rep- Flushing brake fluid is something that, like, nobody thinks about. but It's huge. You, they say you're... Not every year. Yeah, no. it's like it. No, it's like every five years. It's basically, you're supposed to do it with a brake job. Yeah, and yeah, it's, it's, a, it's kind of a pain in the ass. It takes a long time. It's every couple of years. Or something yeah, like that. I fucking forget. It's not every year. It's but I remember words. my Acura when I bought it. The guy's like, "Yeah, it's been. I, it was done on this date and this date." I'm like, "Wow, that's pretty." You know, for a car, it had like a hundred thousand miles on it. Usually, people have never never think never about done that. that. Yeah. So that you buy that car immediately. Exactly. Like somebody yeah. thought of this, yeah, because yeah. it yeah. can affect the way the pedal feels for um, sure. Especially yeah. if you're aggressively driving and the pedal gets hot. That's what brake fluid does. Yep. I mean, it. Uh, yeah, and if you toast it once and then you push that through the whole system, yeah, and then it that's gets like, moisture and also that's all yeah. the inside of the hoses uh, will start to corrode and then you get the rubber throughout the whole system and that affects how you when you hit the brakes all you're doing is dissipating heat so if your brake fluid starts boiling you're not getting a good pedal so um anyways check your brake fluid folks but uh the power steering fluid man it was really nasty so that's good. Wait, um, so you said clutch feels better after replacing your power steering fluid? No, the no clutch fluid. is, uh, it's the same reservoir for, for the, the clutch brake. and brake. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, it's on the E30, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah. the power steering is unrelated to that. But uh, no more pump wine feels great. Nice. So cool. That's, my update. that's good. There's a word, and I'm trying to fucking figure it out. It was one of my favorite words. It's hydrophobic. Does that sound right? No, hydro. Hydrophobic no, is no. when it, no, when it, it repels, repels water. Hydro- what the fuck is it? it? It basically there's a word Phenolic that, or that it basically like brake fluid is that, and it means that it absorbs. It, it actually takes Hydro- in moisture. Hydroscopic. Hydroscopic yeah. is that the word? Yeah. That and that's why you're supposed to replace it because basically Art's favorite it will word. Yeah. That's your moisture. favorite word, huh? It's, it's one of my so does words. Awesome, engine, I've always liked that word. You're a, <laughs> engine oil does the same. You're a cool thing. guy. Right? Yeah. You, you're supposed to change your oil, uh, even if you don't drive the car at all. You know, every year, let's say or whatever because it can absorb just moisture. age yeah yeah that's another thing people never do yeah one of the so. one of the more um, interesting stories we ever had on dragon ball awesome okay we'll be All the right. judge of that so anyways <laughs> we, have, about, we have we have Cheyenne here from petrolicious.com tell us dot com dot net what petrolicious is for those maybe not familiar is there such a thing? Everyone knows. Someone, yeah, you know, you'd be surprised knows. at how many people don't know what I it is I think it's it's probably more people know it than not but sure well, essentially, Petrolicious is like start off as a video series. Um, we, every Tuesday, we release a new film uh, focusing on a owner and their story, and it kind of served like a you know a niche in the market for this type of content. Uh, we've grown into like a full editorial offering, so we do anywhere from three to seven um, like unique articles per day: uh, photography, editorial, and you know they they range per day. Per day, yeah. Jeez. We have a really strong editorial team, uh, freelance network, and um, you know it's it's kind of grown into this like monster um, of, of like yeah. a brand following. Uh, I, f- I feel like I saw it back uh, like several years ago. It started out as 
basically just the one dude taking a road trip across the U.S. and like recording people's stories. Is that right? No, that's that's no, I think it's something else. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> good, good research. Sorry. Good, good job, buddy. I uh, blew it. Sorry about that. I'm leaving now. Moving on. <laughs> uh, so how totally offended. So what, what do you do there? I've been there for about two years. I run uh, like all the product technology stuff. Um, and I also run the recently launched uh, marketplace. Yeah. So we are like selling cars now. How's that going? So far, it's been good. It's it, we. It's like a super beta soft launch. Super beta soft launch. And it's you uh, sell Pinehead's car. What's his name? Uh, the Pinhead. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, you uh, sold it. No, 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 no. It's still, still. There. Oh, okay. There's a few people that are that are kind of lingering with it. He was the first car, right? He was the no, not the first. Uh, car. I thought he was like the first video or something. He was the first video. Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah, that car was owned by the Doors producer. Yeah, it's got right. this like legendary oh. history with music. Yeah, that was a cool video. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's some really cool stories. With that and car. he has that Citroen. Yes. So, yeah. Yep. We actually did a film on that car as well. Nice. So I'm curious. Um, so the marketplace. Um, are you guys? You're not doing video features on all the cars, right? Correct. So, yeah. and what is it like? I mean, what is like the sign-up process? Like, how do you guys vet or I guess uh, curate like the whole? Yeah, because you're not going to take a 911. I got. You're not going to take Brian's 191 190 e or 2001 right? Correct. Yeah. So there is a certain age range. Uh, the newest car we're planning to offer is a 550 Marinello, but it's a six-speed and it's kind of unique. But that's kind of on deck. Yeah. Um. You know, there's a button on the site you can go and you can apply, and uh, we ask you about like ten questions. It takes about ten minutes. Mm. You send us some pictures, and then we kind of decide whether this is a good fit or not. We have a pretty big pipeline as is, so it is. You know, we we service these things. It's like we do the photography, the editorial, oh, the marketing. Okay. It is a full service product. It's like if you take your car to an auction without taking your car to an auction. And is there money up front, or is it a it's percentage? Money up front, yeah. So, uh, I mean, do you want to talk about that, or is yeah, it... it's it's. About twelve hundred dollars okay. uh, for a listing fee. Okay, uh, we do offer like volume discounts for like people that are offering. So Brian's five hundred dollar car wouldn't really like. <laughs> I mean, I'll take your money. Should <laughs> <laughs> appeal to the right. Audience. Just put DWA stickers all over it, dude, and it'll be on part of the market. So it's Thanks. it's like twelve hundred bucks. You say, how about if you want a video? Uh, the videos we are really, really picky on because like the story has to be there. So like, yeah, right. You know, it can't just be a guy who bought this car to flip. It's exactly. gotta be like, so dealers are really keen on that. And we're like, if you don't own this car and haven't owned it for like at least 10 years, yeah. like, we're really not interested in the yeah. story. Thing. And you're not sense. necessarily like charging more for the video. You're just like, if this is a rag car and you guys want a video about it, you're going to do it. Sometimes it depends on the car. Like some, like, like. We want to represent the best cars. So if something is 20K and it's got a phenomenal story, like I'll, I'll do a video for you. But, you know, if it's something that's like, you know, that there's like more monetary value, then we will we'll charge for the films. But those kind of depend on a lot of production costs and stuff like that. So Yeah, because the, the films you guys do, I mean, that's not just like run and gun, like shoot something Correct. quick and put work. it up. Yeah, a lot of work goes into that yeah. and scouting. And, it's like you know. a full day. It's full day, at least, yeah. 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 They start at kind of like... Like morning, morning to yeah. tonight, basically, yeah. yeah. I've, I always see them being shot up on a skyline on my way to work and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Or, you know, not always, but every once in a while I'll see... All you. the NorCal videos see, are kind of... in your car up there and stuff and like jeff wise was talking about our our buddy with the lotus super seven okay his was car was featured in your yeah, yeah, I remember the red one and he was talking about like they did two full days or something like that so, so you said that people go out uh, from petrolicious to profile the cars is that something that you would do for anyone in the u.s like we've gonna... done it in some pretty crazy places Have i've had really? a lot of cars coming from europe uh, out in the boonies in the Midwest. Wow. Uh, yeah, we vet the photographers. We onboard them to make sure that they know what they're doing. Okay. Oh. Um, yeah. So we and you know we make sure that so right now it's very curated, and the goal is to kind of see what 
behaviors that we don't like in the market because people, you know, there's a lot of sight unseen purchases that are made with like some horrific horror stories. So our goal is to kind of to make that, that less. Horrible. So are you guys competing with uh, Bring a Trailer, or is it kind of you feel you're different in the marketplace? We're a little bit different, I'd say. Like Bring a Trailer is an auction style. I'm a big fan of what they're doing. Like they, you know, they they've got that really like you know you have to check it every day kind of vibe. Where you know, and like the car is like only about the car. Like when we do our write ups, like it is about the background, the design, like it's, it, you know, our, our goal was like, whether you're in the market or not, like you would learn something or enjoy reading this list. Right. Um, so right. that's kind of, what yeah, that is cool. and being that it's not an auction. It could take, it could take a month to find the right buyer. Correct. Versus bring a trailer seven days or I think 10 days, seven days, seven days. I forget. Yeah. I, yeah I don't know. Anyways, they're, they're definitely going to sell or not sell that car in that time. Whereas you guys might have a car listed for a month or Correct. three yeah. months or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And do you guys like incorporate a PPI somehow? We, that's interesting. On most of the cars that we know the owner, like we've had the mechanic or like a, like a friendly mechanic, like Dorian. I don't know if you're familiar. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, Dorian's is a pal, and he's looked at a couple cars for us, and like he'll do like a little write up on it. So we are working on incorporating that more closely into like all the listings. That's cool. And if you're setting this up for scale, and you're doing stuff in the Midwest or whatever, then you would have a few people in the you know, that you would try to call on. Ideally. Yeah. yeah ideally. The, you know, the, the goal is like, you know, we're taking kind of the Elon Musk strategies, like build something super premium and then like let the benefits kind of like mm. scale down and trickle down into like, you know, a more uh, broader product. So that's kind of the game. Plan. So what's the lowest price car you've got, you guys have listed? Uh, like 40 something thousand. Okay. Yeah. So that, that seems about, yeah. Yeah. And highest. Uh, Dude, you have a Maserati on there right now, or maybe it's sold. That's sold. That was a um, that was Fantasy Junction. That was like eight hundred seventy five. Wow. Oh, so oh, you guys are working with Fantasy them. Junction. So you work with dealers and stuff. Yeah, yeah, we'll work with dealers, I, and it's they're special. But... Fantasy Junction is like probably one of the greatest dealerships on earth. I'd yeah, say. like they really are just like they're like a pretty much a broker though for the most part, right? I mean, correct. They're, yeah. They're, but yeah, they're awesome and they've been doing it for a long time. You can trust pretty much anything that comes through there, which is yeah. why we work with them. So for us, like building credibility is like a huge key point right now. So it's like we're only working with sellers that are verified and um you know, yeah. like we put the seller's picture in every car that we list, mm. you know. So, oh, interesting. Yeah, so even cool. like private parties were like, Go stand next to your car. Wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Say goodbye. That's cool. Yeah. You guys hit up Canapa at all or anything? Uh we've had some discussions with them, but yeah. uh you know, he likes cars to get are, big dollars for his cars. Yeah, yeah. He asks, you know, we we want stuff that's like a little bit like <laughs> realistic. <so>. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy, dude. So, do you uh, would you want to see all big dollar stuff, or do you want to kind of keep it in that forty, fifty, sixty? Just like our films, you know, like we one week we'll do a two fifty GTO, and then the next week it's like a CRX. Like as long as that car either has got a great story, great provenance, or it's it's, it's important, significant, or if it's a good car that someone can enjoy. Happy to take it. Yeah. yeah, you want to hit all the markets and, exactly. and have every. You want to have a, a large audience base, yeah. right? Yeah. Obviously, our price point with this premium product that we've launched at first is geared towards higher end cars. No one's going to put twelve hundred bucks to feature a one ninety e. I don't know. I'm getting this hold on it right now. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of want my picture on Petrolicious. So. so we sold it for twelve fifty. Uh, I think it's worth it. Yeah, I, know, I'm lacking in the history department though. Petros is like super like we're like an emotional brand, you know. Like we like to say we make grown men cry, and uh, <laughs> like, I've had a few sellers like contacting me about selling their car, and like you know we start talking on the phone, chatting about it, and like 
the next day, like I'll have a photographer like at their house ready to shoot, and the photographer calls me like, like nope. This- this guy doesn't want to sell his car anymore. Wow. Yeah. Oh, shit. And I'll talk to him. He'll give me some super personal story. That's interesting. Yeah. You, like, you still charge him 1200 bucks, right? No, no. I, I mean, like, you know, <laughs> at that point, I'm like, I tell the photographer, like, you know, it's t- time to come home. But yeah. the, uh, yeah, it's like you, you engage with people in such a unique way. And especially you're kind of selling, the, you know, you're selling the car to the owner, too. Like, you're asking them to describe all the good features. And yeah. it's like bringing up all the memories for them, probably. And especially if you incorporate the video aspect of it. It's like, oh, now there's a rad video in my car like yeah, I kind of yeah. want to keep it have you guys ever seen those like um, uh, what's that like dog or like, like animal like uh, society that they like, oh yeah. yeah with the uh, with like that uh, song Tori Amos or yeah, whatever t- it is. no it's not Tori Amos but yeah oh, Sarah McLaughlin yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah and you yeah. just like no matter who you are as a yeah. person you start everyone to gets kind of sad <laughs> you you to, I just our change the like, channel you're like fuck that yeah that would so with the cars that you're doing in the marketplace, the videos are probably different because you guys are trying to make it best for selling the car. Correct. Whereas the Petrolicious videos, I think, are really dependent upon the the owner and his, uh, you know, film presence. Because if he's if he's not really telling a good story or if he's not good in the camera, it's maybe harder to watch that video than if you can say like, "Hey, this is what you should say," or I feel like you have that different angle with the marketplace to make these videos like correct. We've yeah. launched actually the films on a separate channel entirely just oh, okay. because like we are very straightforward that we're not, we would never um, show one of our regular Tuesday films like as a car for sale because that's not what that's about. That's, you know, that like, makes sense. We don't want to tarnish, you know, that relationship we have with our audience. Yeah. We launched on a separate channel mm-hmm. and uh, you know, the only video we've done so far, we've got a few in the pipeline of some really special cars. Um, but that's the, uh, the, the Suhi, uh, Jeff Suhi. That was his Jeff yeah. Suhi's. That one was what is it? almost close to a, a Petrolicious video. Yeah. What yeah. car was it? It was that gold 911 that he drove down from Oregon. Oh, okay. Remember right, 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 right. Him yeah, yeah, yeah. That? No, that was a great video. Yeah. 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 I, I, Pinhead. Yeah. Pinhead. Yeah. 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 You got to love Pinhead. At Pinhead. Lance yeah. says Pinehead. Pinehead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I forget how it's it spelled, isn't it? P-Y-N. I mean, how do you say that? Pinhead. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and that's a great car. It's, it's for a really unique buyer. Uh-huh. It's like a you know, it's a car with like a really unique provenance. I think someone mm-hmm. who's like really into music will will get attached to it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's not a concourse car by any means. Would you, know, you take a beat ass ZHP shift knob M5? <laughs> not his. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, sorry, Art. I hate you. <laughs> so what, so what else? So you launch, you were behind launching that that whole Correct, whole marketplace. Yeah, it's kind of my baby. Okay. How did you get into Petrolicious? Like, how, and, uh, did you come just to start that? Or interesting. So like, uh, I was working with. I was in. I was in college, and I was like really into tech, and uh, I was uh, trying to start a company with my uh, my best friend at the time, who was like a really good uh, UX designer. So we approached Petrolicious, saying, "Hey, we want to redesign your website." So we ended up doing the redesign of the website, but simultaneously, kind of. We're working on the marketplace, which uh, had a different name at the time. And then uh, we pitched uh, the founder, Afshin, on kind of like a partnership. And then we kind of found a situation that worked out. So, uh, you know, here we are. Cool. Oh, that's pretty sweet. Nice. So what else do you do for Petrolicious right now? I do uh, all the product development. So I need all the, like how, the website that you see, um, you know, is, is that's kind of our our focus right now. Nice, that's dude. Thing. Cool. That's very cool. That's yeah. right. So what's videos. your... Um, what was your first car? I had a 2001 BMW X5. 
Oh, nice. Oh. Yeah, 4.4 liter Ooh. with the uh, 4.6 IS wheels. Don't tell me manual transmission. No, they didn't no, come only six, no, only, only the, the six cylinder cylinders. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. What color? Black. Black on black. Like black with nice. tint. Was it a hand-me-down, or did you pick it out yourself? I picked it out myself. Okay. Yeah. It's a pretty nice first car. It was a pretty nice first car, yeah. yeah. Was that in high school? That was in high school, yeah. Uh, but it had like 100,000 miles on it, so it was like relatively yeah, cheap. John. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> Balling. And you yeah. had a tailgate. I had the tailgate, yeah. That's a nice feature of those early ones. Yeah. Shout out to our buddy Misha, who will car. endlessly talk about that tailgate. Across huh. the sip, still owns it. Oh, yeah, that's right. Manual. Yeah. 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 And then uh, you have, you obviously have the 69 Alpha, and you have the E46 M3 you talked about. Correct. And then what else have you kind of gone through? That's, uh, That's I had a uh, 04 uh, Range Rover HSE after the 01. Uh-huh. I had like an SUV thing for a Is while. Is that a disappointment? Yeah. I think. That car, we still have it in the family, and it's like kind of a, it's falling apart. Like that yeah. air suspension <laughs> system is just oh, like, yeah. fucked. Yeah. Um, I bet you can convert it, but not cheap. But why? That car's worth like 6K. It's, yeah. It's yeah. that, yeah. I mean, they're great cars, like for a period of time, and then they just start to dilapidate, and that's kind yeah. of when it's time to let go. So, what's on your list of cars to lust after? I mean, obviously, you're around these videos, and you have all the access to great, all these know, cool vintage, alphas vintage and stuff. Yeah. So, what, I know you have the Duetto going, but what do you I'd, say, like someday? I'd love a Stepnose GTV. Mm. I think that's uh, yes. or like an early Julia GT. I think yeah. those are really cool cars. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, the, in terms of new cars, I've always yeah, as much, like the Alpha Julia is like I think the back looks kind of like a Kia, but minus that small <laughs> detail, I think it's it's probably one of the better looking new cars. I'm pretty of. into it too. I wish I. I'd I would get it with an day. SMG though, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. After daily driving the E46 and in, in LA traffic and like mm. never getting out of second gear, I, I'm I'm kind of ready to. Yeah, there's something to be said for that. If yeah. You're in, if you're I in could, LA, I could see if you're in LA just wanting that X5. Yeah. Really? I get a yeah. G-Wagon like everybody else. That's, that's yeah, the, there you uh, go. Six yeah. by six or whatever the hell. Yeah, that's like the Honda Pilot of the Bay Area. Is, yeah. Default. Is the G-Class. Yeah. Those are ridiculous. That's funny. So um, I'm, are, how involved are you, are you in the process of like actually seeking out new content or new cars to actually capture and share with the world at Petrolicious? I mean, we're geared like a startup, so it's like you don't really have a defined role. So if I see a cool car guy, like, I mean, our business cards on the back, they've got, we've got like little check boxes. Like either it's like says hello, petrolicious.com says hello, likes your style, wants to interview you in your car, wants to pay you a visit, something like that. So oh, that's, that's cool. cool. That's nice. a weird we'll throw those in. And to yeah. be honest, like, I know some of you guys are Porsche guys here. Like, I, I left a few business cards on, uh, some cars at works last cool. year to some pretty like detrimental responses. Like, people were like, who the fuck put this on my car? What? Oh, whoa. whoa, dude. Like, <laughs> I just was like, it's time. I had a Petrolicious shirt on, so I was like, it's, it's, I got to get out of here. Not weird. That's weird. So are there any any cars you'd like to have that you haven't seen yet come through? To, um, like anything in particular you're seeking out? The f- you know, I'd love to do a Formula One car. Ooh, that'd like be a, rad. a vintage Formula One car. I think we could capture that in like a way that content hasn't seen Well, you yet. guys did the 312 PB Ferrari. Correct. And that's right there. I mean, yeah, it's, it's as close as we've been, same, I think. Same family for sure. Which is an awesome video. I can probably connect you with some people in Japan <laughs> that have access. Yeah, these guys are crazy with those yeah. cars. Yeah. Yep. They like street race them. Yeah, yeah. Like a John Player special, like Formula One car from the yeah. late seventies. And Brian also knows the guys at Mercedes Classics. So yeah, like they're, ever... they're they're super tight. <laughs> yeah, question, so between these two guys, we got you. We got you dialed for sure. Covered. 
Our uh, may actually have a connection. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you're you're in LA. I'm in LA, yeah. And it, that's where Petrolicious uh, offices are. Yeah. Do office. you guys have like a cool office? Or we what? have a great office. Yeah, it's in Culver City, which oh, yeah. ten years ago was like an awful place, and now it's like the media so, center. That's, of the yeah, that's like where Sony is. Pretty cool place. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. where uh, Lufkohol was, right? We went. We just uh, went there. It was in Vernon. No, it was. It was oh, that was Vernon. Yeah. Yeah. That was like though, super industrial. Yeah. The year prior was right across from our office. Oh, maybe that's what. That's right. It was in Culver. One of the third. This was the third. So the second was literally there was like that little like river we were right across. Oh, okay. That's our. So uh, you guys were right near the what is it Third Street Bridge or what was that? That's that's the Vernon Sixth Street. Oh, that was a Sixth Street. That. Didn't they take that down? Yeah. They did, or it's yeah. in the yeah in yeah. the works. Supposedly, it's one of the most iconic bridges in the world. I said it's the guy lives in LA. <laughs> um, hey, so, man, Repo Man was shot there. So when uh, we see a lot of the videos shot in Northern California, that's a, a group that comes from LA to do it, or is there an, is there a, like SF? Office it's Valkyrie or? Films, right? It's those guys. It's like yeah, Jeremy they do. Or whatever. Yeah, Jeremy does a lot of our oh, okay. uh, our stuff. He's a very talented yeah. uh, director, and um, you know he's he's kind of uh, he really understands our formula. And he's kind mm. of put his own spin on it, and like in a way. So, it's, it's, uh, so how about the guys? Um, how about all the European ones? How do you guys? Sure. How do you guys do that, or what's that? We're a very European company. Um, so our company was started by Afshin Behnia and his wife Kika, and so Kika was the executive creative director at Disney in Italy for like ten years. Mm-hmm. So she's got a great network of um, of freelancers, you know, in the European nice. market. And we get a lot of stories from there. You know, they're always traveling in Europe and stuff like that. So, um, you know, and I think when you build a brand like Petrolicious, like that type of talent just kind of comes to you. So we've yeah. been blessed with some of the creatives that have just walked in the door and said, hey, I want to shoot something for you. Right. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite videos you guys did was uh, like kind of a rat, uh, 912 in Italy or something. Is uh, it in France? Maybe it was France. Oh, no, we oh, did an Italian no. one, too. I I, uh, there was a French one, too, though, yeah. I think it was an orange one. I, what, what stood out for me is that you guys uh, did it in the native language, so it was either Italian or French, yeah, yeah. and then you had the subtitles. They're always like, like yeah. today's was like that. I, 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 I yeah. appreciate Those that. Those ones always that. bore me. Uh, <laughs> I haven't seen today's, actually. <laughs> my all-time favorite I like video. I like totally zone out. I'm like, all right, I'm over it. You don't like reading the little... Uh, I don't know. It's just my preference. I'm like... Yeah. Because they are so formulaic, you know? Yeah. So I get kind of... We're you know reading reading this thing and watching the the sunset shots. Did you like, watch the Renault Five though? Can only go so that was far. in French. The Renault Five uh, was I don't remember it. Maybe I did. My favorite one though is the A one ten, the Alpine uh, guy that you oh, did in Jeremy. Germany. I met him. That this is weekend. so rad, yeah. dude. That like his setup there, like his shop. I would love to visit his shop. We're definitely. I mean, we'll have to reach out if we go to France or Germany. We got to visit this guy. Yeah, he loves it. He's like really trying to start the Alpine culture in the U.S. Oh yeah, yeah. And we so, gotta connect. If Art's you guys always like those. Keep Art away. But, See how yeah. <laughs> I'll like I'll like kidnap him and like, yeah. like keep See him how like, jittery like, Art is yeah. getting right now. He's like <laughs> can't stop moving. It's this Alpine stuff. Yeah, Amazing. straight trade him a nine nine three. He was talking <laughs> about buying one. Are you I really, really, really want one. one fancy jacket. I need to get one. Like he'll help you find one. Like he's yeah. like it's his mission to like make sure. Awesome. The Alpine just to keep it alive. Yeah, like because I don't even know where to start. Like there was one actually that. My buddy Dino from Speed Hunters found like randomly in Japan. Like it was parked in this guy's like um it was like a carport. And the car literally was sitting there for like ten years, like flat tires, covered in like this heavy layer of dust. And it was funny because the interior it's not funny at all. Uh the the, the, the in, there's <laughs> this thing about me saying that everything's funny. Uh so the interior w- had like boxes of new old stock parts of like old French boxes and shit from like Renault. Nice. So there was it looked like someone intended on doing something with the car at some point and then like it 
just sat there. And, um, sounds like every project car ever. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like my 190E. Like your 56 Chevy. Yeah. Uh, so, um, I, like, when I was actually, like, ready to throw down some dough, like, you know, actually, uh, right when I, right at the time when I was looking either for a 993 or the F3, F three five five or the Alpine. Um, I I told Nino like, dude, I'm super interested in that car. Can you please like, you know, leave a note on there or like try to like get a hold of the owner? And he went back and the car was gone. Hmm. So uh, so yeah, so something happened. But I guess he found out that it was valuable or some shit. But well, but talk I'm, to Jurgen. Yeah. He runs Alpine Lab and like they will find you the I'm Alpine. S- I Lab. love those things. It's gonna be a little while for me, but um, oh, I, I do remember that video. That one was cool. That yeah, one, they right? had all, really and cool. there was a group of. He had a bunch of them. Right? Yeah, 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 several. Yeah, okay. That guy like does not fuck around with yeah. alpines yeah he's yeah. like the foremost restorer of alpines i think on earth huh. did you guys do a video with the guy locally here that has the uh din alpine oh the red car oh, the red din, one yeah his name is din alpine or something on din alpine, din alpine a110, a110 yeah. on instagram on i think we did yeah. i feel like he did i don't yeah, know yeah. I, I can't remember so going back to that actually so you guys have scouts that like scope out like spots and locations correct yeah and is the person that like is finding all the NorCal stuff local because like he's like going, they're finding like all the cool shit that we drive well, on that we don't tell anyone well, about. Isn't said, it just Jeremy, Jeremy talking yeah. to oh, the also Jeremy. the owners and them being like, hey, I always drive this road, and obviously like with the Gray Ghost with what's his name, yeah, with they Jeff were going too. on all those roads outside of Pescadero and stuff. And sometimes uh, it is, sometimes it isn't. Like we verify pretty much all the locations because it's such a crucial part of the film. Right? Yeah. It needs to be you know vetted. Um, owners sometimes think something is like really cool to them and then we show up and we're like this is like a busy metropolitan area <laughs> yeah you know which so. can work too it can work it's just tougher for production if it's like hard, the middle yeah. of the night or something yeah so we stick to kind of what we know works and like you know we've got great roads we're blessed in California mm. so there's plenty to choose from I had a question now I forget good job Brian. oh no so this this is gonna be your first Brian, Brian you need to raise your hand first <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't raising my hand I was just being excited so um, this Alpha is gonna be like your first classic car right pretty much I mean From it's your still like uh, you know it's still like under my dad's name and stuff so. right but I am working on a plan to smuggle it out of his garage oh, but so, so you, it's just the E46 is basically the pretty E46 much. M3 is parts, like your yeah, own yeah which sucks so yeah. it's, uh, it needs a garage pretty soon interesting alright yeah, so yeah you're like in this petrolicious world but then as far as like actually driving a classic around correct you you're only just hey, about hey, to taste it. It's a future classic. I don't know you're talking hey, about. Hey, hey. <laughs> now they're I'm warming Modern up to class. them. Right? Yeah. They're, they're getting there. <laughs> it is. Last of the six inline sixes, you know, or, you know, the naturally yeah. aspirated inline yeah. sixes. I do drive a lot of classic cars, though. Like, people really oh, yeah. don't care. Yeah. They just, like, give you the key. What's your uh, favorite car? You, what's your favorite classic you've driven being at Petrolicious? Um... All of Afshin's stuff is like pretty awesome. Like he's let me drive drive pretty much all of his alphas, nice. uh, which is they've all been fantastic. I'd say the most memorable of which though would probably be the um, uh, Pinhead's nine eleven. Oh really? Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he, let, he let me drive that for a day or so and uh, took it to a photo shoot and like just cruising around LA and this go- I, the first 30 minutes I was sweating profusely cuz I was like this is a dog-legged 911 that yeah. I don't know I've never been in and I was like this car is valuable and I was like shitting my pants and then once mm. I got the hang of it I was kind of like this is I'd buy that car if I had the money yeah. 100% mm. and it's like gold gold yeah, it's not it, just like it's not like Camry gold it's like gold no it's dude. like you're the fucking coolest yeah. guy yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the whole history of that car is pretty rad. Like, yeah, yeah. The, it was what the manager of the doors or something. So this guy, for he was dubbed the four, the uh, the fifth door because he like built Jim Morrissey and he he like he invented the doors. 
and a, and a few other huge names. And then the, the, the interesting about the car is it was never sold. It was like gifted to his That's right. friend, David Anderley, mm. who became the head of A&R at A&M Records. And he put on like numerous, numerous artists. And then Jeff Suhi, the current owner, was his understudy. And so he gifted the car to him. And then you can see pictures of the car in the video of like when it was like this like slate gray piece of shit. And then like Jeff and his uh, current <laughs> co-owner kind of brought the car back to life and really gave it the treatment it deserved. And to me, the best part of that story is that they let him, they let David drive the car for a few months before he passed away. So oh, uh, that's cool. He, he got to relive it, you know. That's but, awesome. Yeah. So rad. When are you guys going to do a video on Afshin? You know, he's been kind of waiting on like the right car, right story, stuff like that. Because his is going to be big because, you know, he... He invented this brand, so yeah. like it's, he's got some cool cars and stuff. So we're, you know, the eight C is kind of up for discussion. He's got a SZ Julieta, so you know, maybe one of those. You guys should do like a forty-five minute video, I know, like, like a, a little, little mini doc. Yeah, we talked about it. Like it would be cool to urban see the, outlaw kind of thing, you know? Yeah, because yeah. a lot of people are into this. You know, they they wait for these videos every week. It'd be cool to see like the behind the scenes stuff and where yeah. it all comes from. Yeah, we're working on like like. I can say that the video content will, is about to get a lot more diverse. Uh, we're about to do a really? more interesting stuff. Uh, so as far as the, little, uh, sneak- as far as the way it's done, are you gonna mix it up or just the cars you're you're filming? Maybe they're not cars. Ooh. Okay, maybe it's around cars. Like there, there's some stuff that uh, you know, it's kind of on deck. That's yeah. um, can't talk about it too much detail, but it is. It's gonna be because really one thing people have brought up to us, you know, like asking questions and stuff on the third day, Thursday podcast is. That you guys don't necessarily get that many views. That's it's true. You know, they're like, why does, for instance, the question we had a few weeks ago was, why does Matt Farah, he'll just drive a Nissan 240Z, sure, and get 500,000 views, and you guys get 137 consistently or something, yeah. right? And my my question to them is like, why does a cat like fucking a dog get more views than Matt Farah? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just it's a mat like we or why does a guy playing video games get way more views oh, yeah. than, yeah. than anyone? The right? is weird you know and yeah. uh, but i think the difference is that like uh and art and i were chatting about this on the way here is that like we like thanks to our creative vision is like we're really trying to create like an art and like that requires like a certain attention span to kind of like dedicate your time to so as a result like we don't get maybe as many views as some of the other automotive outlets a because vintage cars is a smaller subset of as a interest that's true yeah. yeah and also um you know like but the kind of benefit is that the audience you gain is like very very intelligent informed i mean they have you know go look at our comments on youtube and like it's, it's they're all good huh it's, it's not all positive it's not like fuck this guy Correct, fuck you yeah. Like, and there's yeah there's not grown men crying on the smoking tire like <laughs> one takes and they're also not getting like big name sponsors because they're not you know it's just a different audience and sure. you know you guys it's like the whole benefactor thing from back in the day with art it, you know that that is what it is you yeah. know like yeah. the right people will sponsor the right stuff if you're putting everything into it correct yeah the engagement that we've seen on all like on our site on social on our films on everything is like it, i mean it's industry leading and it's that that's we're really banking on that being like a revenue generator down the line yeah um, you know so that's kind of the that's the game plan cool what do you see um for kind of future stuff with marketplace do you want to sell parts do you want to i mean Kind of curious where you see it going. Uh, I think right now we're really trying to build out this premium product to mm-hmm. become kind of like a more convenient alternative to auctions. Yeah, uh, we are thinking about a new model of um, bidding on cars, so it's an, it's a kind of a hybrid system. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know more developments on that later. But um, you know the goal is to kind of really 
say, okay, hey, this is what we think a complete listing looks like. Set the standard going forward for like, okay, if you want to sell a car, like you can't write like an all caps fucking Craigslist listing <laughs> Are you sure? like, with one Come picture on. you took with like a microwave and then like send <laughs> yeah. it to it. Like that's not going to work. One out. picture of a door. Yeah. <laughs> because of half the dashboard. Yeah. Because there will be a guy who used our service or used our methodology and will sell the car. He will outsell you because he just did it. You know, we think that a car that's well represented, transparent. Well listed, we'll get more money. You're basically saying that $1,200, you'll get it back. Pretty much, yeah. 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 Or you'll get it back plus plus more. Correct. Because totally. you guys are actually selling the it's car. It's an investment, yeah. That's, yeah. That's, and that's a flat rate regardless of the asking price. Correct. Now, I mean, that that's kind of where we're at right now. Like, we've entertained the idea of commissions. We may go there, but it won't be anything near what you'd pay at, like, a you know, an R&D Auction right house, yeah. And granted, I mean, what those guys do, I mean, they build a monument when they go. I mean, it's just the amount. I have so much respect for the auctions because like. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's binders and videos. So are you guys doing the same thing that auction houses are doing where you're like calling your customers? I mean, auction houses are working behind the scenes. They're calling everyone they know. Yeah. And like, hey, are you interested in this uh, we know you, yeah. GT? We know you. We know you collect these. Yeah. Or... I think the closest we'll get to that is maybe like a newsletter. Uh-huh. Like we're probably, I mean, we're not going to. Like, You're not going to go cold call people no. and say, hey, I got this car you might be interested in. Yeah. So. I mean, unless it's like a, you know, very specific scenario. But for yeah. the most part, like, you know, we think that the platform will kind of feed itself. The whole thing is for it to become its own ecosystem and let uh-huh. let the market play without anybody pushing any significant yeah. buttons. Which, oh, sorry. Good. Well, which is in a different, you know, way, but that's what PAT has kind of done with itself, Correct, yeah. right? Yeah. Where they just, it, it definitely, I think they get more money than a lot of other places, especially sure. for certain cars like that three series that I sold. Um, I sold it on eBay. I should have done BAT for that car. Probably I probably could have made like two grand, you know, like yeah. 50% more or something I think like BAT that. has, has like, really outclassed eBay. And so, and I know that they're struggling over there because it's like, you know, BAT is like such an easy alternative. And like now they've done Fridays and they're like, um, you know, they've got so many cars up there. So it's yeah. like, if you're yeah. looking for like a, a, a quick way to just gauge and we've had a few cars that didn't hit reserve on BAT come to us and they're saying, yeah, we probably need like a little bit more mm-hmm. talking points on the car. So mm-hmm. for those cars, we're be- best suited. If you're looking for something quick and like, um, you know, that's like a hot car to sell. Like BAT yeah. is probably the way to go. Yeah, and BAT still caters to lower part of the market. Correct. You know, their right. majority cars are under 50,000. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, you guys are able to sell Fantasy Junction cars and potentially anything. I mean, anything that Gooding could sell it could also be advertised through Petrolicious. Yeah, I could see it taking away a little bit of that, like, Gooding market and uh, stuff, maybe. right? Uh, yeah, a little smiles yeah. around. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You guys just need to land that uh, 250. Well, it's not going to help if it's only 1200 bucks. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You know, but uh, well, that's where you start having to take a percentage, right? Yeah. When the car's over 10 mil. Yeah, those uh, guys actually get scared of us because they're like, "Wait, wait, you're going to do all this for 1200? Oh yeah, I thought I was going to lose like two million dollars on this. Yeah, yeah exactly. Dude, I just huh? want like what you pay your gardener like right. a week. You know, like that's <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, I, no, you you still want those cars though, right? Because they're drawing people to your to your site. Oh, they yeah, would like, love to have. Yeah, I mean, so imagine that. Course, be the yeah. best score ever. Yeah. 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 We've yeah. got this uh, Lancia Aurelia uh, on site right now. It's like one point two or three okay. million dollars. Whoa. So this car is for sale by Hexagon Classics, right? And these yeah. guys like are one of the movers and shakers of the industry, right? So like another thing we found is that like people just can't invest the time into researching the cars and like really telling the story. So like this car, the first owner was this guy named Claudio Perdiso, I think was his name, and he was like a gentleman F one driver. 
Oh, right. <laughs> he didn't really race that much in Formula 1. He had a few races, but he was in the reboot of the Monaco Grand Prix, placed third in a broken car, oh, wow. which was swapped because his teammate had seniority. So he was instructed to drive into the pits, get out, give his car to his teammate, and then wow. he's like, well, fuck it. I'm going to take the broken car and head out there. And like one by one, uh, you know, Pass, this is the yeah. race that Ascari went into the ocean, you know? Oh, like, yeah. Oh. And, like, that's, to me, like, that's fucking awesome. Oh, so, yeah. like, we talked about that. We, like, made gifs of, like, Ascari, like, going into the water. You yeah. Know? So, like, <laughs> we kind of geek out on the cars a little bit. Nice. Oh, yeah. That's that's huge. That's uh, definitely something you don't get that's uh, key at that, eBay auction. You know? No doubt. That's a way to differentiate yourself, right? Yeah. And everything else. No doubt. And then yeah, people probably, probably trust you guys a lot more than, like, say, eBay. I mean, eBay would be hard to... Trust when you're buying a car for a million, one point two million dollars. I don't think any I any really... site where like you can highlight your own text. I just yeah. feel like it's a little. Sketchy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it looks a little cheap too, right? I'm guys... so. I'm just gonna rant for one moment. the The first thing you see on an eBay auction page is clutter. I mean, you can't tell where the car is. It's in the tiniest text ever. To sort between cars and parts is kind of a pain in the ass. And then to go, you have to just. There's so much shit. It's it's horrible. As a UX person, yes. Like there's like two million buttons on, yeah. on every page. Like you yeah. you can do anything from any page on eBay, which is like I think, you know, that just is not the way it's the stupid. rest of the internet works. And they, right always, now. they say like finance this car and get a loan and all this stuff is like up at the top. It's like no one is clicking those buttons. <laughs> get that shit out of here. Like tell me where it is, how many miles, you know. I just clean see, information. Yeah, I see eBay needing a huge revamp, or they're not going to last. It's, I don't know. Maybe not for the high end stuff that you guys are looking at. You know, yeah. or more focused, or not for the car enthusiast market. For but maybe for true. for a normal person, yeah, kind of thing. So, such bullshit. Which is cool that like car enthusiasts have outlets like this to sell cars and sure. buy cars, right? Yeah, and they're they can be a little more trusted and yeah. get the real deal and can they call you guys and like they can email us they can you know? email you I mean, okay. I've had people somehow find my phone number and call yeah. me but like you know they, like <laughs> happy to how talk did you to get them. this number yeah we we get a lot of international traffic too so those guys oh. come in through email and stuff like that and um, yeah. you know it's it's a pretty uh, like uh, we curate we're really we have like a very closed fist in the process right now so it's not like you can go upload your own stuff like we right, we, right. we like build or cr we say the word craft we craft the editorial <laughs> for so we you know we, we line it up so that and then you can review it at the end once, uh, once mm. you're ready can you tell right. us some cars that you have rejected uh sure is there a pretty big say, list <laughs> you don't have to say names but just the type of car that you're like nah uh we had like a you know it was like um Amphibicar no. <laughs> I would take that. That'd be cool. Yeah, uh, that would be cool. You know those like Porsche Speedsters? Yeah. The oh, like ones? fake, the fake one? ones? Uh, not, no, no, sorry, not the fake ones. Like the, the newer version. Oh, oh yeah. They made like oh, a 997 or a 964? Uh, this one was a 997, I think. Uh -huh. And it gets a little bit too new for us to begin with, but it was a Carrera that he converted into oh, a Speedster. Okay. Awesome. So that was oh. probably a no. Um, <laughs> probably a no. <laughs> uh, what else have we rejected? Um, I've seen some like rust buckets of mm. like... Dacia's come from like Romania. Whoa, gnarly! Like yeah, I mean, Beverly to Hills be honest, I love cars. seeing that. I'm like, this yeah. is awesome. You know? That's yeah. a total yeah. BAT car, though, right? Like, that's like that scene. Yeah, that's not thing. your. That's not your market, really. Yeah, you know, like I mean, unless it was owned by like the prime minister. Yeah, on top of that, they're right. twelve hundred bucks to sell a rust bucket. Yeah, it financially just doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah. And you're also putting your name on it, and then if there's issues and stuff, so you guys Correct. have to be kind of careful with stuff like that. Yeah, right? we're pretty clear about the fact that like this. All the information we're getting is from the seller. So if mm -hmm. he lies, he lies. You know what I mean? 
mean? Like yeah. I, I go shoot some of the cars as well. And like, I I'll nitpick. Like if I see something, like I'll put it in the listing and then it, that's the best way. And sometimes they're like, well, you know, this is just from normal road use. I'm like, yeah, but they should just know that. Yeah. They still have to know. Put that yeah. down then. <laughs> Yeah. Normal normal re- road use could be the cars like like the paint's completely gone too yeah. if it's old enough, right? Exactly. So, um, all right. Well, I have one more question. If you were a car, what car? Would you... <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're changing gears on us. <laughs> changing. You want to switch seats? <laughs> oh my god! Uh, before we switch to trivia, um, I I wanted to say that I've driven a few cars lately that have steering wheel covers on them whoa the worst and not the type that are are woven or or uh like no you're talking about craigan like with the cow print on them and they're, basically just, they're basically just like uh slapped on there like uh elastic stretchy fit it on there yeah they're noisy they slip a little they're way oh, too thick this is the, okay so this just, is the 04 toyota sienna you're talking about here. <laughs> yeah. and it's so, always like l- old older women and stuff right they have those no. everyone huh? i should on get one for the e-golf flames yeah they, flames. they also have fake plastic wood with chrome strips nice. so anyone listening to the podcast i know you don't have one you wouldn't listen to this fucking podcast if you did but <laughs> you may know somebody that does just rip it off and say it got stolen just throw it away and be like yeah it's terrible you can so throw a pretty far it throws like a frisbee or ship it to us and we'll make a a wall out of it burning man art this is, so this art is a, wear it around his neck yeah dude i'll rock him <laughs> dude i'm serious yeah. this is a public service announcement That's, from warren man say that because those should never be in any car ever that should be illegal they should be illegal they're dangerous that being said actually there are i don't know if these still exist but i remember my dad had a 280z back uh, back in the day um it was a, a car that he bought new in the 70s and it had like the perforated leather steering wheel wrap with that had the lacing that's on it. different that, that was rad yeah, yeah because, but it was laced because it was a it's super laced. thin steering wheel and then you added yeah, the leather super yeah, thin he, steering wheel. he's saying no i know i'm just saying it. i yeah. know you're talking about this big patty fucking yeah. ugly thing that just elastics on right the one that the worst I've seen is like one that looks like it's got like the like like pistol like the grip divots. It's like yes. you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah, I've seen those. Yeah. Like so, maybe a Tweety Bird. Like a Tweety Bird. <laughs> okay, then one more thing. Yo, Sammy Sam. Yo, one more thing. I saw a, a used car ad on Craigslist and it had the you know, it was a dealer and it had the price on the window and stickers and off in the other corner of the window, the windshield Sporty was a smiley face wearing a cowboy hat. Nice. <laughs> and I don't know what that tells me. <laughs> Is that like, I don't know, ready for adventure? What, what, car? what car? I don't know. No, I can't even remember. What if car. it was a truck, I don't know. I look, at so much, I look at so much BRZO. I'm on there for 20 minutes at a time. How about that, Phil? I'm constantly sending stuff to these guys. Dude, Lane, you still haven't sent a single ad. What a weirdo just by himself. Uh, I won't send that one. <laughs> I won't send this one either. Warren, well, now we got a freaking uh, rag on you for not joining the uh, BRZO Slack I did. channel. I did join it. Oh, you have? No, he, I started a DWA one. And oh. He, he joined that. I but he, I don't get it. I'm over it. Well, how are you going to get it if you don't try it? I did try it. You <laughs> no, BRZO. What is it? Do you do Slack? Try it. We live on Slack. Yeah. <laughs> there you uh, go. Well, it's just, help. Like, it's just like a big right private here. text, right? Yeah. Yeah. What's the difference? Text Send an email. I don't know. Email me. No, you can email. track no. like by th- you. You <laughs> develop <laughs> threads that you can talk about specific things, and yeah, you know, email, like, a, it's like instant messenger for hipsters. <laughs> that's why, Tell I don't me, like that's, why that's why I don't like it. Tell me where all the information is about the Coastal Range Rally too. I'll just email. look it up on email. No, where 
You just look what it up. Thread? You, you type it. it. Yeah. No, there's like five different You type threads. Coastal Range no. Rally. Yeah. And you have to search through like five different threads. No, you don't. But wouldn't you have to do that on Slack chat? No, you just do, you there set you up a... Slack chat? Or Slack or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it's called. I don't know. Slacker? War, War's just offended because I sent him a little emoji of cold brew and he was like, that's it. I'm not using it. <laughs> I'm not using it. Yeah. <laughs> is, there, is there a cold brew? I might be in. All right. Um, oh, Brian, do the honors. Uh, I, actually, if Cheyenne wouldn't mind, well, he doesn't know what it is. His name's not Cheyenne for one. Damn it! <laughs> do I keep mispronouncing it? It's Cheyenne. But Cheyenne. Cheyenne. I've been Cheyenne. called. You, it, I, is there like a, or Cheyenne. how about this? Is there like a little tune that you like to hum or toot or? <laughs> anyway, like, so no, normally we we introduce our <laughs> trivia uh, time. There's a very specific little trumpeted little tune. <laughs> okay, I don't know where you're going at. Are you? You're asking him to guess the tune that we're No, doing? no, no. I'm, I'm we can't do anything different. He's got something he no, the... we can't do anything different. Well, he doesn't know what it is. All right. I have All one right. for you. But you All right, gotta, here we you go. Gotta bear with me for a second. Okay, <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll preface this. Um, recently, at well, at the last Cars and Coffee, there was a Ferrari 456 GT. Here it is. Oh yeah, here we go. This is my hum. Okay. Awesome. Trivia nice. time. That's how you know it's a fucking Tuesday. Wait, was that an elephant? <laughs> that's from the Petrolicious. <laughs> that's your intro to all Petrolicious yeah, videos. Yeah, right? I, um, okay. I knew it. I so knew. car what cars are those? Do you know? Ooh. Oh, quiz, actually, quiz, um, trivia time. They are post-war Formula One cars. Oh, I remember. Oh. oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. No, that's, that's not... a big range. No, they yeah, are. Post-war. Yeah, that's it's, a... uh, <laughs> it's, it's a every single, single car after 1945. <laughs> Sterling Moss's car that we featured. Oh, oh the what SL. Is it? SLR 300. SLR. Yeah. W196 or something. Yeah, I'm trying to remember the the number yeah. that is plastered. 722. 722. 722. That's right. Yeah. There's an SLR 722 version. And then there's a few others, but they yeah, that's one of them. Yeah. Good. I knew it right off the bat, so it worked. And when people hear our trivia song, they know what they're getting into. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So at Kinepa Cars and Coffee, there was a 456 there with the gated shifter. And I was thinking, man, I wonder what those are worth. There's none on none for sale. I don't know if you guys have any for sale, but did you um, check? Petrolicious marketplace not, um, hasn't come into my I haven't circle. gotten one yet. Okay, it was a gated shifter. They're they're fairly rare, and I was just thinking, you know, I don't I don't know what their their value is. So. I don't even know what year range we're talking about. I don't know what a four fifty six is. Okay, nineties late, yeah, mid like, to late, yeah, ninety six. Yeah, okay. Um, so there was a a guy named Michael Sheehan who's like a Ferrari expert, and he sells. He's the man. For he's Ferraris. the man for Ferraris. And he has a, a pretty basic website, and he, he features cars on there that people are selling, Ferraris mainly, some Alfa Romeos. But, um, so I, I got to looking at his site and saw a couple 456s, but what he has there are cars that he's sold in the past. And some of them, you can do a little research on his site and find out what he sold them for and when. Sure. So this car in particular was a 1985 288 GTO. It had 11,900 miles, California car. It was offered at Fantasy Junction in 91. So it was only what sixteen years old at that time. Um, no, six and eighty-five years old. Okay. Sorry, yeah. ninety-one uh, for a million dollars. Doesn't know math. Whoa, a million bucks! A million dollars. Yeah, well, that was, that was a height. huge bubble, right? That was at the height. That of the, was the, the bubble. Market. That was like right before it crashed. Oh, so really? nineteen ninety-one million dollars. Um, that was when Daytonas were over a million dollars too. Yeah. Exactly. Um, it 
sold through Michael Sheehan in 2004 with 11,900 miles, 280 GTO, in 2004 for how much money? Uh, I'm going to say 285. A million down to 285. I'm going to say 150. I'm going to say 550. 200. 319. Ooh. But they're way back up there. They're like now up to two, right? So now today's value for a number one car, which with 11,000 miles, assuming it was, you know, all correct and stuff, 2.9 million. Ooh. An average is 2.3. So they've gone way up in the last like year with everything else. So in 2013, the average value is 1 to 1.3. Damn, that's crazy. If you bought one in 2013 for a million, you're awesome. But if you bought it for three nineteen in oh four, counting it, it. Yeah. you made two million two and a half. They're also um they're yanking up like the three two eights and the three oh eights. Totally. Like I saw a couple go through gooding for like over a hundred K. Yeah. Wow. So no ridiculous. Way, yeah. And yeah. Yeah. we used to so laugh at those cars. Oh yeah. Like, who you the fuck wants get that? And now it's like thirty five grand. Dude, done. Yeah. So I remember uh a concorso Italiano we did a few years ago. There was a really nice boxer in front of us and we're looking at it, and we're like, Oh yeah, that's like 100 grand, you a hundred grand, you know. Yeah. Like that's a hundred hundred thousand bucks, you know. It's like five years ago. Now those are like four fifty five hundred. Yeah, and climbing because they're rare. Yeah, they didn't make a ton of them. No. All right. So do you guys had a three hundred eight, right? What did you sell that thing for? We had a eighty five QV black on black, uh, forty thousand miles. Sold it for twenty seven. <laughs> it would be like it would be eighty to one hundred now. Yeah, and and climbing. Yeah. Um, it's not worth eighty or hundred. Yeah. I'll tell you that much. So I know Petrolicious does <laughs> nice videos. Uh, we've we've done some driving awesome videos. Lane here is a great director. There's a video of a 1995 Mitsubishi Mighty Max. Great, very cool video. How many views does this video currently have? <laughs> oh and shit! Lane like, has to go. Last. I don't know. I know, but you still have to go last. Okay, you but I, I really have no clue. <laughs> Brian. <laughs> Brian is in the video. He plays a crucial role. We all do. Yeah. <laughs> Me no more than anyone else. <laughs> I, this is a tough one. I, I can't even think of uh, the range. No, you're going to go first, Art. 7,500. Oh, come on. Lane, shush. Well, I really don't know, but I know it's not that low. <laughs> I'm going to say 13,000. Views. Care to, care to guess. You guys are really good at this whole content thing, you know? <laughs> Analytics and all yeah. that. <laughs> Mitsubishi Mighty Max. A big following. Granted. That's a pickup truck. I mean, imagine if you guys <laughs> did that video. <laughs> Dude, I call it 13,001. <laughs> nice. Price, uh, price I'm going to say, say 35,000. Uh-uh. The 27,000. Oh, what? <laughs> is that yeah, more than some Petrolicious videos? Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. no, no way. Um, yeah, so we're... Dang, that's pretty good. The old Mighty Max horn. Actually, the horn doesn't work. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. What's our highest video like? I think Jared 2002. Or no, no, no. no it's the, Boxer, the Boxster. Like 300,000 or something. And then the roof video probably has like 300,000. Yeah, the ones that kind of get viral and yeah. get into some chat room or I don't yeah. know what Which you guys call it. Forum. Most of them. Forums. Most forums. Yeah. AOL chat rooms. Slack chats. <laughs> dude, uh, so speaking of Mitsubishi pickups, I saw a Mitsubishi Raider the other day. Yeah, dude. I totally forgot that thing Those existed. Super little, cool. little SUV, it's right? a, No, it's a truck. Shorty. It's Wait, a little truck. What is it? No, it's yeah. an SUV, man. It was a truck. What's a oh? Uh, it said Raider on the fucking tailgate. It's, it's a newer one. It's a big, it's a like, big size, like late 2000, 2008, yeah, yeah, nine yeah. or some shit. Yeah, 
2089. Like, is that with like a size. soft top or something? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It's an 89 it's Raider. Like, it's like a Toyota Tundra-ish kind of yeah. thing. Like that what? Little, Mitsubishi made yeah. a big truck? I've worked on yeah. them. They're not great. I never, I, dude, I, I saw one of them like years ago, and then I saw one the other day. I was like, what the fuck? I went to go take a picture of it, but the owner yeah, came out. Yeah, you did. And I was like, uh, I just oh, kind of kept watching. You're trying to steal it or something. awkward. Mighty Max is a 95. Yeah. You would swear it's like an 82. Totally. It's so identical awesome. to like a Mazda B twenty three hundred or whatever. Oh yeah, no, just D these ugly aspects. Yeah, yeah, that thing. Yeah, I saw one of those. Recently. Not oh, as, God, not as cool as the older Raider, which not was the, was the that slanted SUV. front the, end. The original was like a Mitsubishi Montero kind of yeah. thing. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. Those are cool. okay. We've gone far. Easy to troopers. Down. Way too uh, far down the rabbit hole. Well, Sean, nice having you. Thanks for having me, guys. Um, yeah, thanks thanks for anything else you want to plug? Just Petrolicious. Drive tastefully. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so try. when we come to Culver City, do we get a little tour of the Alpha Club? Absolutely. All right. So we, we have nice. a beautiful espresso machine. <laughs> oh, oh. Nice. Usually at least one dog in the office. This is awesome. a hipster ass place. Oh, yeah. Is it a Marzocco? I don't think oh, you what? call it hipster. Machine. <laughs> Alpha's dog yeah. cappuccino? I don't know. There's something I'm different about it. It's not hipster. Right. Hipster would be Volvo. It's tasteful. That's, That's true. You don't have like a weird goatee. Yeah. You're more like high end than hipster. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, in general, Petrolicious and the whole organization. That's true. That's true. It's never, not all flannels. And I think, yeah, I think, I take it back. I think we should be clear. Flannels. Yeah. Zero flannels. Zero. All flannel free. Yeah. Flannel free workplace. You're like interviewing a dude. You're like, that shirt, bro. <laughs> I've never seen an 8C in person, so I definitely have to swing by just to see Yeah, that. they're not that impressive. Really? What? Oh, what? Shannon. So. Are they my a hater? Don't listen. Oh, yeah. H8. What's the ER? Everything. Everything. <laughs> the fit and finish, the quality, everything. Well, that's the carbon. The carbon. The, like, semi-matte. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'll be there. The semi-matte carbon, the everything, the way they're put together. Land, land will wait outside uh, in the Mitsubishi Mighty Max. Uh, what do you want, do you right, want so, to know? Okay. Uh, I've been up, I've been up really close with a with a coop and a and a spider, a customer of mine house. So spiders kinda, are pretty. I've been around them a lot. Four C versus eight C build quality. I mean, they're on totally different levels, so you're kind of scrutinizing the eight C a lot more. I would say they're probably pretty close. Okay, but the fact that AC is at as you said a different kind of it's echelon, a, it was it's supposed a, to be it was, yeah, it built was. at a, to a higher standard. Yeah, I will say this about the eight C. Uh, one afternoon before our previous rally, uh, Afshin gave me a call. I says, what are you doing tomorrow? It's like, mm, working. He's like, well, we have to go test the rally route to make sure it's suitable. Nice. It's like, okay. It, like, it didn't even occur to me that this was like a fun activity. Yeah. So I show up the next morning kind of- You're like drudging, like, like goddamn it. Sunday at 5 a.m. Get a clipboard. <laughs> this is like a Friday at like 7, I'd say. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm, I'm just like kind of waking up and then I just hear this thing coming down the street, like totally forgetting this man owns an ACL for mail. And then mm. he pulls up next to me and he's like, all right, let's get it. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so I've driven in that and then I actually drove the 675 LT McLaren when they loaned mm -hmm. that to us for a couple of days. Nice. And like, was it the green one? The green the one. Tennis ball green? That everyone- the yeah. best car, yeah. yeah. And six seven five LT is probably the best technical car I've ever driven in my life, but I take an eight C over that huh. all day long. Mm. Just so you did a rally? Petrolicious rally? We do rallies uh, every once in a while, yeah. Oh, they nice. do like day rallies. Okay. Yeah. Food yeah. and uh we know, do we do stuff. those sometimes. You guys should, we're thinking we should merge or Yeah, we should join. Yeah. yeah, we'll definitely have to swing by and just let us know when the next one is. We'll for definitely sure. have to have dude, I'd like to have an eight C on the rally. Oh, on ours? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Cool. So yeah, we have our own things that we curate, don't we? Yeah. 
<laughs> we have our own things we curate. Hey, we might have a nice. Uh, I think the raffle is going to be really good on our next rally. Why our next that? big rally? The raffle. See, like, oh yeah. Uh, well, we have a retrograde, so they're down. Oh, nice. And then you see a speedometer, uh, Seattle oh, yeah. speedometer. Yeah. He like wrote us and offered us like stuff for giveaways cool. and yeah, stuff. We'll, we'll happily take all so. your shit. Yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, Kevin from AutoWorks Detailing reached out to me today and gave me a phone call. Oh, he and... said your number was like disconnected or something. <laughs> yeah. Why are you trying to avoid Kevin? I, I'm not at all. <laughs> you I talked to give him, him a fake number. <laughs> yeah. First of all, I didn't give him my number. Someone I gave it did. to him. Yeah, thank you. How did you get this number? <laughs> yeah. Um, anyways. Yeah, he heard right. you talking about on the last yeah. podcast yes. saying that it's, uh, you know, you don't want him driving all the way down. Yeah. Yeah. What did you guys talk about? We talked about detailing cars. But yeah. I wanted to say that if anyone in the peninsula, greater barrier needs their car detailed, AutoWorks detailing. Yeah. yeah. Look him up on Instagram. He did yeah. up Brendan's uh, 2800 CSI before uh, yeah. before nice. Legends. He said he was doing a uh, Studebaker today that was totally uh, someone who found him through the podcast. So, shouts out. Nice. Yeah, he's attracting these super cool cars, actually. That's cool. All right. Well, that's a podcast. It's a podcast. We'll see you guys next week. I feel like I saw it back uh, like several years ago. It started out as basically just the one dude taking a road trip across the u.s and like recording people's stories is that right no that's that's no that's, i think it's something else okay <laughs> good, good, research. Sorry. Good, good job buddy i blew it sorry about that i'm leaving now Moving on. <laughs>